2: On time, claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19, 2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at 9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com/slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris (laughs) and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
0: subscribe like all right chris all right good evening how the devil are we all welcome along it is friday night it's nine o'clock and it is going to be the new time for this particular show which is the debate show if you are watching on youtube brilliant if you're not please get over there let's do i it like tv do what it says at the bottom of the screen there subscribe um hit that notification button so you never miss a show we've got some good ones coming up uh, a couple of special ones we've got coming up next week which i can't believe are going ahead so fingers crossed for that and if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform whichever that may be the big ones there amazon apple google and spotify thank you very much for listening this is where you can Find us. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform or ask your
2: smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe,
0: like, follow, and join in now. Indeed. And what have we got for you tonight? Well, let's first of all say a hello to uh, Helen, I think he's in. Let me just uh, see if I can go up. Helen, good evening. How the devil are you? First one in and last one to leave, like the pub, uh, I know what you like. Thanks a lot for joining us, welcome along. So we have got the, the, say, the debate show tonight, I'll put my teeth in and try this again. Uh, last night you may remember it was a really, really good discussion, no winners, no losers, um, which probably if you're a Tottenham fan you'll be happy that there's no winners because you won't miss out then um, But no <laughs> winners, no losers, we literally just have a debate about it And last night of course it was all about Gareth Southgate, should he go or should he stay? That is the question and we obviously had a chat about it, it was very very interesting, very very deep Tonight um, is what it says on there, the big six are its days numbered Now we all know what the big six are does it exist? Is it all a Sky Media executive's dream or is it real? That is what we're going to be talking about tonight. And we're going to be going through things. So we're going to have, as we go through, um, we're going to talk about the big six. Um, is it just a Sky TV thing? Um, what makes a big club? Uh, last, The last time they won uh, the Premier League and the trophy, uh, that would be fun with the Arsenal fan. Uh, how many top division titles they've won? Uh, and should it now be a top 8, 9, 10, 11 even? But uh, that is what we're going to go through. So let us start by bringing in my guest this evening. Um, first of all, he's a newbie. It's his virgin night tonight. Now, I'd say the fact that he's been thrown off Twitter and Facebook recently, don't let that bother you. Don't let that bother you. I've got I've got my buzzer here in case he does sort of, you know, go off. Uh, which I should be able to beef him out for. But uh, it's David Smith. Good evening, David. How are you? Welcome along.
2: Hi, Chris. Thank you very much. I'd like to say I'm very misunderstood on those platforms.
0: <laughs> That's what they all
2: say. That's yeah, indeed. they all
0: say. You've been a Foxes fan as long, if not longer, to be honest with you, than, than I have.
2: Yeah, uh, early 60s. Um, I was trying to remember my first game, but I think we got locked out. I think it was Leicester Man United, an evening game. In maybe 63 um and we couldn't get in so uh, tens of thousands of people wandering around the ground uh,
0: yeah. I, remember, I remember one of my early games was against chelsea and i, I couldn't wait to leave <laughs> was, uh, yeah. in the days of the pens um oh. so welcome along um where, where you. Is, you you're not in leicester now are you tell us what you do you know you, you, you are a better version of, of what, what we do here you do it professionally
2: Oh, well, not professionally, it's all voluntary, but it's um, a community radio station in Surrey called Surrey Hills Community Radio. So I run that. I'm desperately trying to get somebody else to run it so I can actually enjoy retirement. Um, (laughs) uh, So far, no takers, but um, yeah, that's what I do. Uh, We've got about 40 odd presenters, so we just uh, deal with the community. It's good fun.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. He was on last night, you know, some nights he supports Arsenal, so that would be fun if he chooses that tonight. There are times, of course, he supports Southampton, and occasionally, occasionally, I believe he actually supports Bristol Rovers. Anthony, good evening, how are you? Not too bad, Chris. Um, What a load of rubbish that was, that
3: intro. God, by me, at least one one out of three is correct. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an Arsenal fan. Obviously, I'm your favourite gooner, Chris. You know that now. I'm I'm your favourite Arsenal uh, person here. Bristol City, now that's the team. Bristol's red. Ne- it would never be blue and never will be. Um, Southampton, I don't support Southampton. I used to like Southampton when Matt Letizia played for them and scored. You know, he, he, to me, he, even though he's a lazy player, but... Well, yeah, he scored a lot of goals and phenomenal goals as well and only missing one penalty in his career so well, that let, was the reason why
0: this, do you have any southampton leisure wear no not you're like now let you say the truth machine <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do okay, okay you
3: do. i do i do admit i've got one side fact a training top
0: yes all right sure. and, you and i a didn't buy it I, training,
3: I, I, aren't you? I didn't i didn't buy it I didn't buy
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you you blame your wife, but you blame your wife on everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta blame uh, someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course you'll all know this guy. He is available for parties bar mitzvahs. If you ever need a, a, a stripping Jesus, this guy is your man. Let's bring him in. Brad, good evening, sir. Uh I don't guys a long time no see. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> is your camera okay? trying to sort it out that should be only, the middle of the um, only only because the ladies he's here for you he, he he's because we don't have julian on as much now julian watts who is the ex-player he is the ultimate top totty for the ladies but brad does a very good job of filling in don't ask me what he fills in we won't go there uh but just a couple of uh, messages helen again in what terms if you're talking about financially then there is uh, to a degree of somewhat a, a six, but if you're talking trophies and titles, there's only a two and City isn't in it. Uh, I said like a true Liverpool fan. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Um, it's probably, you know, some Southampton fan that's, that's watching us this evening. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, good evening, sir. How are you? Welcome along. Nice for you to join us. And Dan the Man. Dan the Man, the Burnley fan, is in. Welcome, Dan. Uh, you got For Dan. support through the Twitch channel. Um everyone, yeah. Do you can join us on Twitch now? ltidtv, TV. And actually, I couldn't mind my, my normal one is much too long. So ltidtv, TV, which is also where we are on um TikTok as well. And uh if you are on TikTok, there's a very good clip I, I uploaded about a week ago where um about our very, very own Anthony Kamara. It's well worth know, yeah. it, is,
3: yes. He's on for eight
0: minutes, you know. It's not long. <laughs> eight, eight minutes of um, cami clips with our own our own uh, Anthony Kamara. Well, guys, yeah, look, we're is. talking about the big six here. We've got sort of somebody in representing that. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> so he tells me. But let, let's have a look, first of all, at what we sort of generally consent to be the sort of, if you like, the big six, top six. Arsenal, Man United... Spurs, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City. Let's start with you, David. I mean, do you still consider there to be... a? I mean, we will come on later as to whether there should be more, but do you still think that it kind of
2: exists? Well, it does in Sky's eyes, yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's debatable as to how you pick out the top six. You pick it out for... I mean, the idea is that the biggest stadium, broadest fan base, the most money um consistency in the Premier League, that type of thing. Well, Spurs have got a big ground now. Um and to be fair, they're pretty consistent. They don't win anything, but I suppose <laughs> they're pretty top ten most of the time, aren't they? And they get into Europe occasionally. Um, but I think personally I think there's only a big two at the moment.
0: Well that was oh, what wow, wow. um uh Helen was you know said earlier it, it does seem to be the Liverpool's and the, the Man Cities. I mean, do do you think? Oh, oh, let me ask Anthony this: moving on. Are you concerned, or do you think we could end up a bit like Scotland, where you've got the same two, three teams winning season after season? Well,
3: it definitely looks like that, doesn't it, in this this time being? Um, for how long? Yeah we don't know. It must probably be a few years yet. Um, the, I think the only, um, the only team that can most probably um, catch them up would be, well, it, it's, it's like the top six there. That's the only teams that can most probably catch them. But depending on what their um, their money situation is like, as we know, that Man City, they've got the, um, you know, they got the most money. they got more money than Liverpool. But, um, Liverpool's are, sort of like just, just behind them, but they're sort of like trying to tread on their toes, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, that's that. Um, regarding the others, um, not not a chance in hell, not at the moment.
0: I mean, Brad, do you think, you know, we know Leicester won it and that's going to come up, uh, and it's not because we're Leicester, it's because they were the, the last sort of non-recognisable, top six team that won it, but do you think us actually winning it made these other teams more determined that that was never going to happen again, a, you know, a club from outside their little top table dared to actually sort of go and win the damn thing
1: I mean it probably did for maybe season or two, but I th- it's it, you know, the biggest thing that's changed dramatically so much over Time is, you know. You look at where it was when the Premier League first started, and where it is now. You can't compete with the top two. Nobody compete with the top two. We're not just talking financially. We're talking law of attractiveness of the club. We're talking the money they can spend towards one or two transfers. I mean, we ain't spent anything this summer, so that that that, that puts us at a disadvantage. As it is because we don't seem to have any money to spend after the pandemic and that but it's it's just not the same as what it was I think maybe after a season or two then then when you realize that that was a one-off in terms of Leicester weren't suddenly you know we're not like we're talking about Leicester being title contenders for the last four or five seasons they've gone off the boil in that you know in, in that regard, which we obviously expected but I don't think it's really done too much to it now since it's kind of he kind of talked about it as a fond memory more of uh more as a potential impact on the on, on the sport itself because no one's challenging Liverpool or Man City so mm-hmm. yeah the top six top two maybe
0: well yes yeah and I mean Dave coming back to you um and I apologize if I if I sort of drop Harry in occasionally instead of Dave yes, you know? right. <laughs> your fault not mine you know who I'm referring to yeah yeah <laughs> but Dave I mean yeah going on then from there from from what brad said are are we making a mistake allowing sort of these foreign owners to to come in and i'm saying we've got foreign owners so we're the same but they're taking the you know we saw the esl that is probably going to raise its head again soon in some form or another you know we know which clubs got invited in which was the sixth we're talking about today is is there too much, certainly, American influence? Because obviously, they don't, they don't know the sort of promotion. And I mean, I'm in the middle of watching Ted Lasso at the moment. And uh, I don't know if anybody's seen that. It's about an American coach coming over to, uh, to, to coach a, an English soccer team. And he had to be, uh, have explained to him what relegation and promotion were. Oh, um, right. He thought promotion was unrelegation. I mean, do you think that's the American influence is becoming too much?
2: It's it's difficult, isn't it? Because every club wants a rich owner. Mm. Um, I mean, we're so lucky, obviously, with ours. We get a bit of best of both worlds. But, you know, Man City was struggling to stay up not that many years ago. Mm. Um, and now look at them. Um, Liverpool have won, what, one title in the Premier League? Yeah. Um, they've got an Amer- American owner, They have, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so, okay, now they could win it every year. Arsenal, you know, everyone wanted Wenger out. Um, be careful what you wished for. Everybody said that. Yeah, Chelsea, yeah. you know, Chelsea have been built on money. So, yeah, that's the way to go, I'm afraid. Mm. But there is always um, the West Ham's, the Leicester's, um, the Villas, who again, you know, overseas owners. But I think they are one-offs, as Brad said. And I think... Um, Teams like that are, are concerned. I mean, we should have a forty-two thousand stadium oh. now, without any doubt. You know, mm. because people cannot get tickets. But if you build it and we go down, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we know, as we know
0: only too well. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went down in liquidation, didn't we? And came yeah. up in liquidation. <laughs> yes. So yeah. It's difficult to break into it, mm. but I really think you know, the quality of the teams below that top six, if you like, a lot better than they were five years ago.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, definitely. It is more becoming more of a level playing field. Anthony, you've actually obviously been through that as an Arsenal fan. You know, you've got uh, the Cronkies in there that obviously no, nobody likes. You went through the ESL. I mean, you know, if, as a fan, explain what that was like, because you you want the best for your club. And that, in fairness, it would have, you know, made you an elite club, but, you know, it would have taken all the competition out, wouldn't it?
3: Well, yeah, definitely. It would have taken the competition out. I I wasn't keen on it, you know, to a certain extent. Um, Let's be honest, it it worried uh, fans and it worried um, people as well. Not just fans of Arsenal Football Club and these teams. It was worrying for the other teams as well, uh, sort of, but... Let's be honest, it was never going to happen. It was never going to happen at all. You know, I mean, Arsenal has been a uh, club for, um, in the league for years, even though the old Division One. Since they got promoted to that league, they've never been relegated. So, mm. do you know what I'm saying? So, it was—it—it it was only a matter of time. It was just going to be basically—it was just going to be brushed underneath the rug, the carpet, like sort of thing. So. Nothing all of that was going to happen. There was talks about it was going to be, well, people started doing them. Um, somebody started doing protests, didn't they? Some mm. of the fans um, for the clubs and that. But, I mean, to be honest with you, it, it, it was never going to happen. wasn't going to happen at all.
0: Oh, I think Anthony's frozen there. Uh, Anthony Camaro is back. Uh, Brad, I'm uh, moving on to you. Oh, is, is he? He's moving. He's alive. We missed your last bit, Anthony. You froze.
3: Yeah, I was just saying it was never going to happen, and um, that that was it really. So it was just matter. It was shoved under the uh, under the rug, and that was it. Done with. I think to be honest with you, it was the American owners that um, basically wanted Arsenal to go into that for a bit of money. But you know, it would never, it would have never have happened.
0: Brad, as a Leicester fan, um, we would never fully accept you when we won it. We had that Intercontinental Cup, whatever it was, and that was American and backed, and they didn't want us in there. Um, despite the fact that we were champions, I couldn't, I couldn't have seen our owners going for it, or could we?
1: Uh, sorry, go on. What going for the Super League thing? yeah, yeah. No, no, because it completely, like in a weird way, you know, now that Madness has been done with, I can kind of see why certain owners from certain clubs were interested in this breakaway league and this multi million idea. We all know the, the reasons the Barcelones were in it. There were 500,000 billion, trillion pounds in debt, and it would have definitely taken care of it. But for the logical reasons behind, you know, like what you said, and I'm I'm not trying to justify it, I'm trying to logicalise why they may have thought it'd have been interesting is because I i be, I mean, you look at how successful and how much money it brings over in America doing this franchise football, this franchise soccer, as they like to refer to it as, you know, yeah. w- would it have been a good idea? Well, you know, if it makes you millions at the end of the day, the one thing that has become very, very more and more apparent over the years. Is it's no longer it, yes. The title is Leicester City Football Club or Liverpool Football Club or Arsenal Football Club, but whoever owns that club is essentially owning the business title of Arsenal or the business title of Tottenham or Leicester or whatever. And if they decide that that's the best way they're going to generate money, they're going to do it. Our owners are too much. Too passionate about the sport and the people of our city to even jeopardise the idea of just going for the greed of gold.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Rene is just giving us the weather report. Apparently, it's very hot in Leicester and it's thirty-one degrees. Wow. <laughs> our, our weatherman there, Rene. Um, moving on then to the uh, to the next section, which is, is it a sky thing? I mean, Dave, David, sorry. Is it sort of a case of um, it's who Sky can get the most viewers for? You know, would would a Wolves I don't know. Let's, let's say for some, would a Norwich Watford game last season have got the worldwide viewers that a North London derby would have done?
2: No, but it wouldn't be so hyped either. Um, mm-hmm. I I think Sky have done a great thing, but only because the BBC blew it many years ago and stopped covering sport and started putting on, I don't know, films on a Saturday afternoon. Um, so Sky were there, I and mean, it must be, what, 30-odd years ago now, and mm-hmm. they jumped in. They saw an opening, and they took it. So, you know, we see football on TV, which uh, people like Brian Clough said would destroy football. People would stop going. Um, but it's proved the opposite. So it works. But I think they're they're biased. I mean, Sky are biased, BBC are. So... You have to live with it. Um, And the cynical part of me thinks there are certain kickbacks that come from the football clubs. Um, I think, uh, was it Ferguson banned the BBC for years, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, So they are powerful, powerful clubs. And uh, I think we get sucked into it. I really do. I mean, you look at, you know, you can look at the top ten uh, in the Premier League and teams like Newcastle, who they're going to be massive in a few years' time. I mean, I know their fans mm-hmm. think they're massive now, um, but you know, I remember them in Division Two with about 15,000 there. So, but they are going to be massive, and that's overseas owners. So, yeah. what do you do? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, actually, as an Arsenal fan, do you? Do you consider yourself a big six club? Uh, Is that how you think of Arsenal? And was that any different before Sky came along? Um,
3: I I think, to be honest with you, we are a top six club now. Obviously, years ago, we we wasn't. And um, I don't know. I I think with these people with, with Sky, they sort of... They they sort of say one thing and another thing happens and all this and that, but it's just to be honest with you, it's like what you said, like you know, I, it's, it's really it's, it's really hard to say something on this because in all fairness, I mean, people with say one thing, you hear another, um, you get people um, confused and all this and that. I'm I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really a keen number of um uh sky um of, of sky now sort of thing it's just I, I personally think to be honest with you chris i think i if i'm allowed to say it I, I personally think for what for what we do what we watch and what we pay for it i i think to be honest with you they're
0: they're bobbing bastards but, <laughs> 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 no, they, but these are the views of Anthony Herbert, not Lester. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah, it like
3: me. It's my views. Don't blame yeah. do This Channel. It's my views. But they are, it? they are, they're, and they're biased as well. It's like it was said before. I agree with the um, what was said just before me. You know, in the BBC, where the, you know they were um, they were just as bad as well. So
0: yeah, I mean, and so like. That- we do we do tend to blame Sky and we say, Oh God, we've got to pay for this, and when it was locked down, we couldn't get to games, and it was twenty quid for a game, um, on top of the tickets, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But before Sky came along, football wasn't the enjoyable well, say enjoyable, it wasn't the what it is now, was it? It was a completely different setup, completely different sorts of people went to watch it. No, and it was also more fun. It was
1: also more fun. It was more open. I mean, I I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I've always been a big watcher of the Premier League years, you know, when they go back through there. And I, I remember them though I don't know if you guys did. Probably was like the, the early 90s where not just the league title would go down to the final day, but there'd be an Aston Villa in there. There'd be a Blackburn up there. There'd be a Newcastle there. You know, yeah. you talk about a big six, right? Arsenal would just break into that cusp with Manchester United in the 90s. Liverpool were just about sniffing around in the top six every season, but they weren't challenging for titles, that's for damn sure. Um, Tottenham were finishing the table 10th and 11th of Leicester in the late 90s, I know that for a fact. Chelsea were a side that had a hell of a lot of talent, but weren't finishing anywhere near the top six, or just about scraping the top four sometimes. And so we're looking until the yeah until the Brumbies days. It's not a big six on on achievement on, on on merit on what they did there and then. It's it's the popular six. It's what it is. It's what gets us the most money worldwide. And Sky Sky had a massive effect on that because Sky, in its own right, is a business. Sky almost feels like it, it almost feels like these these companies inherited football as a sport. Like it's almost like they brought the sport. Because before it was on Sky, before it was a television event, there wasn't a top there wasn't the only thing you talked about was a race to the top. Because the top four was nice, you got Champions League football, but the race to the top because you've got Villa playing Coventry and you've got right, they need right. to win. Sorry,
0: you know to you're getting a lot of feedback there.
1: I don't know what's going on with my phone, mate. I, I was hearing it yesterday. I'm trying to sort it. I do apologise.
0: No, have you got your earphones in? Because that helped yesterday, didn't it? Uh no, but I will. I will get one. Yeah. Okay, Dave. I'll come on. I'm going back onto you. Um, the twelve Brad sorting himself out is before Sky. Um, in, in you know, we we had ITV, who uh-huh. literally ruined. Lower league football with their uh, ITV digital uh, effect, but you know clubs like, they say, to Man United and uh, tying it in with Sky and Alex Ferguson joining before those points, Man United were just another, no disrespect, Tottenham Arsenal, as in they would win the you know the odd thing here and there, but they weren't the club that they were under Ferguson.
2: Well, apart from the fact, Arsenal were the only ones of those three that didn't get relegated. Uh, yeah, where. You know, Manu and Spurs did, but I think the excitement's different now. I don't watch that many live games unless it's Leicester, Mm. Um, and that's terrible, really. But I sort of fell out of love with watching them because it's the same old hype every time, and you know, you know where the um, the pre-match chat's going to be and what it's about, and yeah, and and there's no characters on there really. When you think back to. Jimmy Hill and it's a long way back but mm. those days they'd bring on a manager who'd say something controversial who would actually give you something not the standard interviews, even Brendan Rogers does it, he, he comes out with the same sort of politically correct stuff um, instead of saying you know, what he means and because that's how everybody's been conditioned and, and Sky pay a lot of money to these clubs so they have to do it
0: yeah, and and actually, I mean, we have uh, Elton Wellesby on our channel quite often. There's a name for you, Dave Elton Wellesby. Um, and Sky sort of had Andy Gray, and I forget who the who the other guy was. The they, they certainly have brought something, as in the package. Do you know what I mean? The whole the whole thing. But I used to enjoy what I remember watching Liverpool Newcastle on the. Uh, you know, with Keegan and, and Adelaide's managers, it was 4-3 and ones like that. And as Dave said, he, I, I now find myself, yes, again, just watching the Leicester games. Well, I know what you're saying,
3: okay? but the trouble it is, though, it's like what I say, it's is, is like what you have on Sky as well. You know, you've got the punch uh, punchery and the commentators, that's on there. Um, I, I think to be honest with you, oh, just of recent, I've liked the um, I mean, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher goes well, don't they? Especially when there is Liverpool versus Man United, you know, they, they're giving each other a stick and all this and that, but um, and Roy Keenan, Michael Richards, that you know, they're, they're a right pair, but it, it, it depends who's on there, really. I mean, if, if, it's, if, if it's someone on there, and it, I, I mean, for me, I this is my own opinion. I think when when Jimmy Redknapp's on there, sometimes I turn the volume down. To be honest with you, because <laughs> I, I I feel like he sometimes he there's there's times where he talks sense, but there's most of the time he talks rubbish,
0: and you think what the hell are you want about? You I know, know so I'm getting some feedback from you on to me as well. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Look, when you talk, I'm getting a little bit of feedback.
1: Yeah, I was I was just going to say I've been muted. And I can I could still hear feedback when I was muted trying to sort it, yeah. so I'm not sure.
0: It's these two, it's these two youngsters, Harry. Uh Dave, sorry, you know what I mean? It's it? yeah, it's just you two. Uh, oh,
3: I'm moving not on say to the word. next
0: thing, uh, which is what makes what makes a big six club? What what you know qualifies you to be a big six club? Is it for money? Um, is it your stadium, the fan base you've got, the number of trophies you've got. What would qualify, uh, would you say, Dave, a club to be a big six club? Or is it a mix well, of ob- everything?
2: It's obviously not the number of trophies. those Tottenham wouldn't be there, would they? Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Indeed. It's, um, I mean, I think I mentioned it earlier. It's the biggest stadiums. It's the biggest fan base. Therefore, you should have the biggest bank balance. Um, consistency. But I I think moving on from that, what I was interested to look at, I think from last year, is who fills their stadium. And um, surprisingly, the top two are are ourselves, Leicester and West Ham. Now, I know we haven't got, well, West Ham have got massive capacity, haven't they? What they've got, 60,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, teams like Man United, Man City, and Liverpool are probably the worst out of that supposed top six or eight. Of getting a full house, mm-hmm. which is considering they've, the football they played this year, is quite staggering. But you've got teams like Newcastle who are up there. Um, Chelsea obviously are not filling their ground, even though it's pretty small ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal, I think, are around well, Arsenal, well about five percent off capacity? I think something like that. So, so they're okay, but. You know, you'd think they'd be, you couldn't get tickets. And we can't get tickets at Leicester uh, mm-hmm. unless you're, you know, you get in the ballot and you're lucky.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But that, that, a big six club will never change. You'll never change it. Newcastle will never get into that big six because they're not the right type of club.
0: Well, we'll um, come, we'll come oh, on oh, to Newcastle, yeah, funnily enough, later. Uh, what do you think, Anthony, for you? What, for you, makes a club a big six club? Well, I, I was going to say,
3: first of all, I was going to say trophies. And then when Tottenham was mentioned and it was like it wasn't because they've only won two. So I thought, well, yeah, that's a good point. So it, it it can't be well. It's not trophies for Tottenham, but it's trophies for the rest of us. But to be honest with you, I think fans do help to get behind the team. Um, I think having the right owner, um, that helped. And also the um, having the right manager as well. Unfortunately mm. at Arsenal we 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 haven't got that. Um I'm talking about the manager to start off with. because um, obviously I'm art set
0: like, but
3: I mean Really?
0: You you hide it well. You hide it well.
3: No, no, I'm not art. I've never been art set in First day when he walked through when he came manager, I thought, nah this ain't gonna work. We'll so
0: um, ignoring Arteta because that's going to. Once we get Arteta, that's the whole show gone. <laughs> <laughs> so. But to be honest with you, Chris, yeah, he's having the right
3: ma- uh, manager. is Is having is having a balance in your team, your uh, your squad, um, and the word the consistency that was already mentioned that's up there as well with it as well. So it all comes into one another of obviously making a top sixteen.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh, Dan's very happy because somebody's mentioned Bernie's got a lot of trophies. Um, (laughs) I'm not. I'm not saying anything. He's my friend. Um, Brad, for you, what for you? What makes a a club a a big six club?
1: Uh, I mean, for for me personally, um, success. I think you've got to be right up there. Very. Um, quite a lot of seasons you know you've got to be up there consistently fighting you don't necessarily have to be for the title because you know I've I gone with them days where three or four teams are fighting for the title uh at, right at this moment but you've got to be a consistent fi- feature in there you can't fade away because you know you earn it you've got to go and keep it haven't you you've got to earn that right to be called a big club or a big six mm. team and for me, that's where it should be going. And you should be looking at this big six and going, OK, recently, who has dominated the big six? Because, you know, we talk about times where like, oh, Derby were a big club, you know, Forest were a big club, Leeds were a big club, you know. And they still refer to themselves to that, but they'll never go back to in the big six. But it should be done on the basis of a more present scale. And that would be, well, Chelsea would just about keep themselves in it, wouldn't they? You know, yeah. United wouldn't, United maybe just about call themselves into it, but that's fading. Um, Arsenal probably owe the fact that they won the FA Cup a few seasons ago to so the fact that they're, again, you're talking another team scraping. It in. Tottenham it's a laughable excuse for a team being in the top six. They are literally there because other people around the world want to watch Arsenal, Tottenham, and don't want to watch Leicester versus Southampton on a Friday night. That's the only reason they're in it because they're oh, lucky they got Anthony Wood.
0: Anthony Wood because it's his second team. <laughs> well, of course Anthony
1: Wood. Anthony's yeah. a winner in that result, isn't it? Or oh, Bristol yeah. City in the cup as well is a winner either way. But <laughs> what makes it for me would be, again, you're talking three teams out of the top six are already scraping just to be in there. It's Liverpool, Man City, Leicester, Wolves, West Ham. And then maybe just holding on to it by the you know, the scuffle it's Chelsea. That would be my big six. And I know I'm including on my own team, but they've been successful. They've oh, Three of them teams are overachieved, above expectations of what they were expected of them. Most notably, Silverware, but West Ham for reaching finals, Wolves for their consistency. And again, Man City and Liverpool aside, Chelsea, the only one out of that top six, air quote, the top six there that are just about hanging on with enough, you know, mm. credentials to say, yeah, well, we still deserve to be a big six. On the faces of it, Arsenal and Tottenham really don't deserve it, nor do Manchester United. Again, I'd say they're stretching being in the top six yeah. or top seven. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan, the Burnley fan. Um if you had to speech before Happy Father's Day, Sunday, Chris. Thank you, son. Thank you very much for that. Uh, he's not. He's not Dave. He's just. Uh, I mean, he's Ginger. I mean, good God, never that was a son. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not we'll leave it at that. But thank you for that, Dan. Moving on, then, to, as everyone was touching on there. I mean, we, we've all kind of said, yeah, trophies. It obviously goes on the number of trophies. That you, that you can win. Now, let me just take that off because how recently do you say that this is, you know, you, you've won trophies? How far back do you go to say a club winning a trophy is um, makes them a big six? I mean, we look at this here and Man City, okay, you know, the, 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 this is the most recent, on the, on the left is the most recent um, Premier League or top division and on the right is the most recent uh trophy if it wasn't that. So Man City basically uh, have won well, the most recent was obviously the Premier League this season, but they've not won a Champions League. Um they've won a couple of FA Cups but obviously and, and a few league cups. Liverpool, they got the Champions uh, obviously in 18 uh 2018-2020 and obviously the FA Cup um last year. Chelsea um Last league win was 16-17, uh, but they won the Champions League in 21. Uh, Leicester put in there because we've won it quite recently. 15-16, we won the title, um, FA Cup in 2021. Man United 12-13 for the title, 17 for the uh, Europa League. Arsenal, yeah, we got it eventually, Anthony. Uh, Premier League 03-04, FA Cup 2020. Uh, and Tottenham, you, they've got to go all the way back to Division 1 uh, 61, when in, you know they did beat Leicester in the FA Cup Because they did the double But then you get the League Cup in 2008 Again when they beat Leicester So they only win something when they play us I mean, looking at that, Dave You'd have to say Leicester should be in there
2: Well, you're right I mean, if you're talking about trophies over, the say, the last 10 years And you've got to include the Community Shield Because we've tried that a couple of times um, English
0: English Super Cup as we like to call it on this channel. The what? English Super Cup.
2: Oh right, yeah, yeah, good <laughs> point. Um didn't we win the Great British Cup as well? We beat Celtic, that yeah. that
0: yeah, in the 15 or the 16-17 yeah. season, didn't we? Yeah. But
2: well, Leicester in the top six of trophies won in the last uh, what 10 years. Mm. So if you class it on that, since the Premier League started, I think obviously. Man United have walked it generally, but um, you know I think we're in the top six of that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: or maybe equal six equal or something like that, but we're, we're certainly up there. So I think if we had a forty fifty thousand of ground with our training facilities, we'd be yeah. we'd be classed as a top six club.
0: Yeah, I mean I have put Leicester in there, Anthony, because. You know, we are not, um, and we'll come on to the sort of teams that might break into that later, but, you know, we are the, the one team outside of those six teams that have actually won something. Now, we're, we've actually won something more recently than, and notice a bit here, Man United, both with Premier League and another trophy, Arsenal and Tottenham. So, you know, how can, you know, any of those three clubs still claim to be a big six club. So surely it's not about what you did 20 years ago. It's about what you're doing now. Well, yeah, I mean,
3: it is what you're doing now. I mean, you, you look at the top three in the Premier League, it goes Man United, Liverpool and Arsenal. 20 times, 19 and 13 times you won the league. And when, when, when you support a team like that, you sort of like roughly go on, past history that's that's what people normally do if they if they're if, if you support a top team and they haven't won a trophy for a while you sort of lean more to the past than what you'd normally do now um i mean to be honest with you blame me i can remember when uh, un, under arson Wenger, we almost went a decade without winning a trophy do you know what yeah. i mean so you know and that and that trophy was an FA cup you know, and then, well, the, yeah. the following two, because we had Holt in one final and Aston Villa uh, in, the, in the other. So, you know, it's just like, um, it was like, uh, I mean, the one you've got here now with Arsenal, that was the season we was undefeated. You know, yeah. that was uh, the reason why, obviously, we, we won it. Um, the season you won it, I believe we, um, Arsenal really ballsed up then because um, they, they had a perfect chance to win that Premier League, Um 2015
0: 2016 season we, but you didn't but you didn't. but we didn't
3: no no we didn't i think <laughs> so I, paid us, I think nester paid us off we thought yeah go on then you can have it and <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> now you, your
1: biggest your biggest mistake was thinking you won it in mid-february
3: yeah no no it was Brad. you're you're absolutely right because uh, to be honest with you When it came towards, obviously, you know, middle, late February, we were thinking, blimey, you know, this could really be our season. Then when it got to the last, what, three, well, three months, and then we started deteriorating down the league a a little bit, and then you, you, you were second, then you went top, and we thought, well, you know, I mean, That's fair play. That. I mean,
0: the highlight, oh, to be honest the, the highlight with you, was, Arsenal that season was beating us because you celebrated after that like you had won the trophy. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, but um, you know, um,
3: maybe you know. I think we should. I, I think we just. I think we just, just change the subject now on that season. Um, <laughs> we'll move yeah. on to Brad. We'll
0: move on to Brad. I mean, looking at that, like I say, Brad, three of the so-called top six teams are. Um, You know, under us, if you like, and let's, you know, if we bring this next graphic in, um, how many titles these teams have won? Now, okay, we've only won one, I grant you. Man United, yeah, they've won twenty. Most of those, obviously, under uh, under under Mr. Ferguson. Liverpool, nineteen, and all credit to Arsenal, thirteenth. And again, you know, Tottenham. Hadn't won anything since nineteen sixty one, as in as in top divisions. But they've they've actually Huddersfield Town have won more top division titles than Tottenham Hotspur, and yet Tottenham Hotspur fans believe they are this huge football club.
1: Yeah, well, delusions handed out on a grander scale, isn't it, when it comes to Tottenham fans. I mean I don't I don't know what that Daniel Levy does to pulling power, but how we got an invite to the Prince's ball that with that English super that's super league thing, I don't know because they just don't warrant it. They've never, ever, been a big six side in my opinion. Again, I I literally oh. think they are counting their lucky stars and holding on to the coattails. That if you went around the world and said to anybody who likes football, do you want to see do you want to see Arsenal Tottenham live? You'd have to say the Arsenal part first because they think Henri, Bergkamp, they would remember them days and want to see it, yeah. not knowing how much has changed. Tottenham, are bang average. In fact, when we when when that season happened, Chris, that we won the title and Arsenal gladly played their part. Um, it was it was one of them where I, I we made the comparison, didn't we? Saying remember when Tottenham got that flux of money and they had the back the bail and the moderate and that mm-hmm. and they earned their way into the Champions League and then they stayed there for a bit and then they slipped away for a bit. You know, I feel like if that had happened at any other period in football time, if that had happened in the 90s, they wouldn't be classed as a big six. I I don't know what it is that's justified them. And again, you know, the previous listing you, you brought up, I mean, one slight correction on there, unfortunately, is Liverpool won the FA Cup in 2022, but you put 2020. But never mind, we can't be all big perfect, like myself. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding, but but it stretches oh, the point. Damn copy you know. and paste. Damn copy and paste. Yeah,
1: but it, it, it stretches the point that I made in the last round. When we were talking about it. Three of the big six have lesser history in recent times of winning something than Leicester. You know, Man United, Arsenal and Tottenham. And if you'd have told Sky or the FA or whoever incorporated the big six as a slogan that that Leicester or Everton or somebody, one team would win more than them in the next 20 years and go, no, we've got this in the bag. These teams are always going to win something. So they're always going to be the biggest six clubs in England. And now they're sat there going... Ah, you know, you know it's how you know it's how since Leicester started doing it, it's been talked about as the top seven. You know, even Sky have started to try and stretch it to make up for it because you're seeing it. It's almost like comparing it to a stale team that's gone stale. They've got so comfortable that they're yeah. taking their eye off the ball, and some clubs just feel they're going to live off the top six forever. Well, you're looking at them teams: Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield, the founders of football. Was was Preston one of them? Yeah, I Preston, believe. Yeah, yeah, where, where yeah, where, where, are they now? They, they all fall off the perch. So this big six won't stay a big six forever, or at least no. the names won't.
0: No, and David, you know, looking at that, there, Sunderland, three times as many top division titles as Spurs.
2: Yeah, and they should still be there, really, but they've been mm. badly managed from the top. Yeah, and uh, Sheffer Wednesday, same, they let their ground, well. Disappear really? Yeah, I just feel to at least, you know, make it a comeback. uh, And they're trying to do it right. I think just one point, if I could make, is that how do we get out of the cycle of top players wanting to sign for the Man Uniteds, the uh, Tottenhams? The I say top players. They're signing people now. Uh, Teams like Leicester seem to have to wait and. You know, wait for the scraps or look for the for Fafanas of the world, which is okay because but that's how work.
0: I think what I, um, well, I think what we do is we, we will and I've said this many, many times, David, that we will take a chance on a player. You know, we took a chance on Fafana. No other club or any of those top six clubs would have taken that risk on him because they want to wait until the next stage till he's proved himself, you know. So but I'm quite happy for us to get these players in for 20 million and then sell them on for 50, 60, whatever million pounds that big teams are willing to spend. And yeah. because they're stupid, and they would be better off buying these younger players. And maybe Arteta is maybe trying to do that a little bit at Arsenal, in fairness. But you know, they, they 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 don't want to know these players until they are, you know, in the in the sort of say, for example, in Fafana, the French. You know, the French team, they not that is in the French under 21 team. They don't want to take that gamble unless to do. But talking about Tottenham, and this will please, um, this will please uh, Anthony here. We, uh, we do do this just as occasionally, um, well, I'll say occasionally, probably quite regularly. We do this during the show whenever we talk about it's the- time for the daily Spurs. long since spurs won a trophy well i can tell you because i know you all dying to know i can hear you asking anthony can't i
3: yes yes come on chris Let's pull the beans yeah.
0: 14 years 109 days 4 hours 21 minutes and 34 seconds 35 seconds so that is that is going on and on and we'd just like to remind any tottenham fans doing that it has been has been that long. Uh what let's just a go <laughs>
2: they just spent 35 million on a player as well.
0: They have, and money doesn't where's, get you. You know,
2: you know money. You
0: man United, like you said, David, you know, they they attract the players, mm. but it's whether they can mold those players into a team. You know, United well, haven't been able to, and maybe Conti will be different with Spurs, we shall see. Um, but the interesting thing now is, um, who do we think to round it off is going to break in to that, if you like so-called top six will will teams have to drop out or will it eventually be looked at as a top seven top eight, top nine? Now I've basically put some clubs up there Newcastle uh, are probably the most likely, but they basically because they've got the money you know they are the richest club now, even more so than man City uh, recent success. You could say Leicester, as We just looked at, and West Ham have been in Europe the last two seasons. Where, for example, Arsenal uh, haven't, and they got further than Tottenham when they were in it. If you look at the history, Villa, Everton, just for you there, James. Let's not forget Nottingham Forest, as much as obviously we try to, as Leicester fans.
2: <laughs> God, <laughs> was... you just
0: made me throw up there, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> right. And for Dan, we've even got Burnley. You know, even they, even they've got a, a a good history. I mean. Do you see any of those teams making it, uh, David, at all?
2: Yeah, I do. I think we're top ten. I think City, Villa, West Ham, and Newcastle. If they mm-hmm. keep Gerrard and the progress they've made, I say I'm not a keen Villa fan at all, but I, I think they they're going to be there. So I think a top mm-hmm. ten is feasible. Yeah,
0: and I think it goes well when you. I mean, they've got American owners, but I have heard Villa. Speak, you know, the, the owner speaking on the on the radio, a, a lot like Newcastle. Yes, they've got the money, but they're not saying we're going to win it next season. We're going to win the Premier League next season. The year after that, we're going to win the Champions League. They're taking it step by step. And, you know, with, with Villa, David, like you said, they've got Gerard in. And that's a good move because, you know, he will develop along with the team. And it's also the name that will attract the players. As we've seen with Coutinho and possibly Suarez,
2: yeah, and that's what we've got at Rodgers. Despite mm. people moaning, um, you know, you've got to have a good manager to bring the players in who they can work with, and and those four teams have got them.
0: Yeah, and and I think, as I say, we do we do moan about Rodgers, obviously, but he is still because of his you know Liverpool connection and what he did at Celtic, he is still regarded, uh, yeah. you know, as a as a as a top coach with a big name, Anthony. Which of those do you see, either breaking into it or um, making it a bigger, like I say, top seven, eight, or nine?
3: Well, personally, I can, I can, I can see yourselves being in there. Obviously, um, Leicester um, it's already been said. I think um, Stephen uh, Gerrard with Aston Villa. I mean, they signed um, a centre back. In, um Diego Carlos, he's a good play- he's a good center back as well um but you know he's adding depth to the squad at the minute he's he's not going out buying you know these sort of top players that's like 50 60 million he's he's averaging around about 20 25 million there around the roundabouts just to put that depth in his squad so I can see Aston Villa um bernie uh is that bernie on the end there yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, they got no bloody chances. Uh, oh, no, of I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I put them on. Put but... <laughs> that they got
0: the history. You know, I, I only said I.
3: I only said that because Dan might be still on watching. But um. <laughs> but big big up, Dan. Love you, by the way, mate. You're all right. You're sane. And the, um, Newcastle, I can see it. But the trouble is, though, is like with Newcastle's got the money there, but in all fairness. To me, is having the right manager. Is, is um, if you've got a world class manager, you're gonna be you're gonna be having the teams, uh, the players coming through.
2: Mm.
3: I don't think Eddie Howe is gonna attract world class. He attract good players, you know, players that want to play for Newcastle. And that I don't think he attract world class players in top quality. That I don't think he will. Is um, <clears throat> a bit like Arsenal as well. I could put my team Arsenal. In it as well. If you're going to play for a London team, you're either going to play for Chelsea, with tunchel or you're going to play with for Tottenham under Conte. You're not going to go to Arsenal. Artet a manager like Arteta, is not going to attract world-class top players. He, he's just not.
0: I so, love you, Anthony. Well, are you gonna get your artistic digs in there, don't you? <laughs>
3: I always do, and do you know, I always will, as long as he's in a job, I always will, because <clears throat> I just don't think he's the right man for the job. I just think, mm. um,
0: but but, but thank but, you, but Dan, you and to... uh... <laughs> <laughs> always moving on when that name is mentioned. But, Brad, I'm looking at it here. Uh, I mean, since the Premier League was formed in uh, 1982, um, just as... I mean, Manchester City have won the title six times, United 13, uh, Leicester City, we know, once, Blackburn Rovers once, Arsenal three times, Um, Liverpool have won it once, Newcastle United have got second twice, Um, Aston Villa have got second once, and then we're only in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth place. Top
1: and up, so have got one second. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, and this is probably the you know, this is this potentially could be the start of the downfall of this big six brand, and it's because if you if you look at it more of a logical. Uh, uh, and the fi- and and reason it was made in the first place sense from the teams that are making up the big six, you've got your derbies, your glamorous derbies, as they're called. You've got, I mean, you've got derbies that are so in depth rivalry, like Manchester and Liverpool, that they even take over being more, clusters more important than their, you know, the Manchester derby and, you know, the Liverpool derby versus Everton is... A second seater now this, these these days to, to the Manchester versus Liverpool games and whatnot. But if you start to make it a top eight and top nine, then that mirage that these are the biggest best clubs in England sort of gets diminished a bit because it's like, well, hold on a minute, all you need to do is get Rich taken over or, or win a few trophies. You know you know, it you you know, they 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 risk that happening. I don't know if they'll maybe cut the line off at seven because that's how many spot potentially are an offer in England yeah. but on that list I can tell you for a fact it's only Newcastle getting into it because they'll always be expecting Leicester and West Ham to fall away even if they come back in a few seasons and then win something then they'll drop out and then they'll come back and win something that's what they're expecting them to do hmm. Burnley Poor Dan. Nottingham Forest, <laughs> never going to happen. Please never happen. Please stay irrelevant. Thank God never win a thing in your life ever again. Um Sorry, Nottingham Forest fans, but I'm not. And, you know, the other, the other teams on there, no, they're just, they're, they're past it. They're past the sale yeah. by date. Yeah, they, yeah. Had them, they had their seasons in the sun, didn't they? The Leeds and that. They had their seasons in the sun. It's, mm.
0: well, you know, and these clubs at, will
1: have it. Yeah. These clubs have that moment.
0: Just looking at it here, I mean, the, the, we've, there's been 50 Premier League clubs that have been in the top division since, uh, well, Premier League since it was formed. I want to say it's sort over. Of hi to, uh, hi to Rich. How are you? Um, he says if hi, anything, yeah. it's the top two at the moment. Um, Blackburn didn't win it; we drew with West Ham. <laughs> oh, got a guy like a Man United fan. Anyway, welcome along, Rich. If you like your Man United, make sure you do follow Rich. It is a great Man United channel. Um, 31 seasons Arsenal have been in it. In fairness to Arsenal, which is every single season, Aston Villa have actually been in it 28 seasons, so they're not that you know not that far behind. Um, Bolton have been in it 13 seasons. I mean, obviously, like the Chelsea, the Man United, Liverpool, we all know that they've been in it uh, uh, as long. 14 for Crystal Palace, 16 for Fulham. Leicester, 17... I didn't realise it's 17 seasons, Brad, we've been in the Premier League. Newcastle, Newcastle... No comment on that one, was there? No, (laughs) 28. I'll come to David. 28 seasons, Newcastle, have been in the Premier League. So, these teams, you know, they've got a right to... You know, Southampton, 24, they've got a right to sort of say, well, we should be considered... Depending, like we said before, what what we you know what we judge the big six on being.
2: And Chris, I think probably eight or more of those seasons would have been in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. Four under O'Neill. Yes. And four. Is it four? In the last four. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you did you right. You know, I think there's only probably two, maybe three at the most seasons where. No, I think probably about two where we've not finished in the, yeah. in the top 10. Um, but as I say, all these clubs, it, it's very difficult. And I, I still think it is a sky thing um, that <laughs> you notice. That's just for you there. That, that's the <laughs> season. And he's last son. I can't tell him off, Anthony. I'm sorry.
3: I know. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. Just, I mean, when you had that I mean, history with Burnley, was that a history of relegation?
0: uh Was that the? <laughs> I, that I didn't have to blow the dust off the book when I got it out to look at Burnwick. Oh <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> what are you you're all this stuff? Comes up. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to end on this one, and thank you all very much for coming on. But out of the the top six teams, then let's bring the the so well the so called big six. I should say so called, shouldn't I? um if another team wants to break in it and into it, and let's face it, the most likely probably is Newcastle. Which of those teams do you see dropping out? I'll start with you, David.
2: Well, it's hard to tell, isn't it? I mean, at the moment, Man United, but they're never going to. Well, yeah, Man United. I think they. I mean, Tottenham shouldn't be there anyway, but Man no, United no. are a disaster waiting to happen. Hmm. Gary Neville says it all. If he, you know, the way he talks about it, he knows a lot more than I do. But the whole yeah, thing yeah. is is wrong. Yeah, it yeah. needs rebuilding. So and, and, uh, and some
0: clubs uh, have uh, to have yeah, to do uh, that rebuild. And you know, maybe maybe if they you know, they got the new guy in, and maybe this one will be given the time and not be expected hmm. to be competing straight away. You oh, know. And rebuild that team, and it is going to be take take a, a lot of rebuilding. But I think they can do it. I think, like you say, I think we all probably do agree, and I know Anthony's going to agree with this that Tottenham shouldn't be in there anyway. But oh, <laughs> yeah,
3: well, <laughs> either, either one of the two. Top. Well, I I, reckon, I want to see Tottenham, but that's not the case. Um, I'd have to agree with um Man United hmm. because um, with Man United is um the, the new guys come in, uh. Was his name Ten, 10 Bob and um he... 11 half now, I believe he's called 10 Hog. Oh. And um, to be honest with you, is um, he's there, he, he's got a structure that team, you know. I mean, obviously, they're weak in defense, um, they're weak in um midfield as well, like you know, the, um, where they play the two DMs as well, so they got quite a, a bit of weakness there in that squad. I don't think they're going to make a lot of signings next season, to be honest with you, Man United. I think it's going to be what they call project youth, like young players coming into the first team. They've got to play with the big boys and get um, get their, like, you know, their A game on. Um, I, think, I think, to be honest with you, they'll only get about three or four players
0: in Man United. And uh, Dan, not Dan, I've just been reading Dan's message, uh, Brad, I mean, every, everybody thinks it's going to be Man United on current form. They, they're going to come back, possibly, or will, some, will Newcastle take advantage and, and bed themselves in there before Man United get a chance to do what I think the new manager will do, which is a rebuild, but will, will sort of Newcastle pinch their place?
1: I just don't think it's possible. I honestly don't think it's possible, and the reason why is... When the Premier League was established, Manchester United won the title back to back, didn't they? Um, and they're kind of, they, were, they were kind of like the poster boy for the Premier League. And if you look at every time you see a big match from the past of the nineties and the mid 2000s it's always like a heated rivalry between Manchester United and Arsenal. And it, or it's a, you know, if anyone's on there, that's going to get dropped from it, from maybe. From 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 a perspective of not achieving absolutely anything, it's Spurs. Get them out. I don't know why they're in there. They're a joke of a big six club in terms of not matching any of the credentials for a big six. So not a joke of a club, but in terms of saying, well, we've got all the credentials. No, you haven't had a credential since 61. Um, but, and this might sound weird, I, I can't see it because I think financially they make too much for Sky for their appeal... But if you look at that big six and go, it's not the same competition anymore. You're not as excited for Arsenal-Manchester United as you used to be. But you're also not... You're looking at them for any clutch and straws of rivalry. Chelsea are technically the odd one out in that, now, aren't they? You know, you've got your Manchester derby. You've got your Liverpool-Manchester United. You've got your Arsenal-Tottenham. Chelsea really don't fit in that. They're all a bit meh. When I hear Chelsea-Arsenal, I don't think... Oh, brilliant, like I used to. I think, oh, no-one cares. No-one really cares. I, I honestly think, statistically, it should be Tottenham, but I would honestly look at that and think maybe Chelsea, despite the fact that they won the Champions League only last, you know, not last season, but season before, um, they're the odd one out. They're the ones that are probably looking at it and getting the boot because they're no longer the popular kid on the block. They're, they're the ones that have no big, holding point with the other five. So I could see it being Chelsea for Newcastle, because you get another dominant force in the next three or four seasons. Once If they buy right, I mean, the Joker once said all it takes is one bad day for everything to go wrong, so it could go wrong for Newcastle. We've seen it before with big, rich owners. You know, QPR spectacularly failed when they spent a load of money. I know their owners aren't as rich, but still. Um, yeah, if it's going to be anyone, it deserves to be Spurs, but I would put a you know, a, a long shot on it. If you was to ask a book, book is odd. Who's going to get removed for Newcastle in the big six? I would say Chelsea because they just look a bit odd now.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there we go. That that's what we we just as it's not a a competition. It's not sort of you know who who's the best, who's the worst, but it is just a debate. Um. And thank you, gentlemen, for joining in. Uh, I think the thing we, we've sort of got out
2: of that is we all don't like Tottenham. <laughs> yes, I used to love Tottenham Definitely. as a kid. Loved them, but not now.
0: That, that that's uh, Tot- we don't love Tottenham and they shouldn't be in it. Right. Right. But uh, look, thank you all so much for coming on. Your links are all in the um, <laughs> description below. Even Dave, what was the um um. Radio station,
2: you're on again, Dave? SorryHillsRadio.co.uk
0: There we go. Give it a check out. Community Radio, give them the support. Anthony, we know you're on Anthony Herbert under everything.
3: That's right. That's on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.
0: Uh, You can
3: find me on SVT TV, Doug Act Daily, Football United TV and also Leicester Till I Die. If you haven't hit like to subscribe to this channel, make
0: sure you do. Good man. And Brad.
1: Yes, well, despite all technical failings with my phone today, uh, you can usually find me being a co-host, especially during post-matches here at Less Than I Die TV. Um, but I also have my own channel, uh, A Matter of Opinion, and I have just hit a milestone of... Well I actually now have hundred and one subscribers. Uh I hit that this morning. Well, just about this afternoon, so that was brilliant. The link is on my Twitter, which is at full time focus. So if you want to give me a follow on there and click the link that's in the bio, drop a drop a subscribe, you'd be an absolute legend. But yeah, you can find me here and subscribe here first if you haven't already. But then go on check out my Twitter and, and, and link or the link in the description. Help me get to the next goal. That'd be brilliant.
0: Well done, gentlemen. Thank you all very much. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. I don't know what the topic is yet because I haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> that is my job for tomorrow. But hey, everybody, thank you all very much indeed. Cheers, guys.
2: Right. Cheers, Chris. No
0: So thanks to to Dave, who's gone already. Thanks to Anthony. Thanks to Brad. And thanks to everybody that has been in the chat. Uh, It really obviously does make it more interactive for us uh, on that. Um...
3: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd
1: better like them too or I'll be back.
0: This is it. Do not forget to to like the video. It does help with our YouTube figures. Um, And I'm going to say thank you to everybody that has watched and thank everybody that has listened. Um, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and Google to name just four. And if you've got a smart speaker, ask it to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die. Thanks to James uh, and everybody else, Helen, uh, Scott, um did i say james quite possibly did uh renee thanks to everybody that's been in the chat it really has uh i uh, say just make you a rich sport thanks very much for popping in dan how could i forget my son i try so hard to do it but i just can't <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god i tell you what yeah <laughs> I, these people that you know they try and find the fathers i mean how he found me god knows i thought that, i thought i'd covered my tracks <laughs> scott thanks very much as well mate uh it's been a pleasure we will see you all next week james there cheers great debate thanks very much take care see you all soon and thanks a lot for that uh, james and i will see you back on monday yes what have we got on monday i'll tell you what we've got on monday I'll tell you what we've got, what we've really, really got. Uh, 9 p.m. on Monday, it is World Cup. And I forgot to write it on there, but we are looking at Group C. So we are looking at Group C, which is uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. And we'll see who Doug thinks is going to get out of that group. I think that's quite a tough group. I don't know if it's just me or not, but I think that is quite a tough group. Thanks a lot for watching. We'll see you Monday at nine o'clock. Leave you with this. Arsenal! Arsenal! (laughs) I will say goodnight. Thanks for watching Leicester till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.